1: Hello and welcome to Man on the Post Daily World Cup podcast number. Uh, oh, help me out, Ryan. Oh, I've forgotten. Uh, uh, 18, yes. <clears throat> 18. Uh, number 18, knockout stage, game day number three of the knockout stage. Uh, I'm Ross, obviously. You heard Ryan, he's here. Hello. <laughs> and Chris is also here. Hello. Hey, doing? Very well. How are you guys? Lovely, mate. Apart from this weather, I am fucking dying. Everybody I hate hot <laughs> weather. It's um, weather. I hate hot weather. I want it to be nice and cold. Yep. If we I'm finally very much a bit northern European. On the south coast. It's lovely. It's finally taken a bit of the death out of the air for me. The uh, point of admin you're on the north coast. You're not. <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> Chris, Chris, does local government
2: let you wear whatever you want, or do you have to like dress up fancy?
0: No, I have to wear shirt and trousers. Although today um, I was working at home, so I was in shorts and t shirt. Nice. Ugh,
1: working <laughs> at home. But you it, know, you're in IT, surely that's a shirt and tie.
2: Well, yeah, it's not. Luckily, not a tie. We've got a casual, well, smart casual dress code, but, right. you know, I just wanted to wear shorts. Yeah. It's so hot.
1: <laughs> i sat by a desk, presumably. Surely de- uh, shorts is fine for that.
2: <laughs> you just. What's the problem? Uh, can, you come, can you come help me with something? Uh, shirt I can't shorts mark. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's always a good look.
0: I've just counted there's only 10 games left of the World
1: Cup. I don't say that, Chris. I know. But it's been so good, is not it? That means I've got to face the inevitable reality of the Championship again. You well, say no, that, that but you're, uh, well, Wimbledon's on as
2: well. Oh, on well. Like that. <laughs> Get that out of here. <laughs> you, you say, like, you know, reality of the Championship. I thought you would be the most excited you've ever been. I am,
1: to be honest. I'm super excited. (laughs) I'm really, really excited. It's going to be... We fuck up every season. Let's fuck up our season gloriously this time, rather than with Steve Considering There's so much hype around at this time. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Anyway, let's talk about World Cup. Although I set the time limit, so sod it, we'll go for as long as we want. Um, (laughs) First first game today, Brazil took on Mexico. I didn't see this one, but judging by the scoreline, it seemed fairly routine. 2-0 win. Neymar and uh, Chris's boy Firmino yeah fairly routine
0: i only saw uh brief bits of this um and i have to say i i I, I sort of came back halfway through um so watched it again on the highlights and i didn't see an awful lot of mexico uh what i did tend to see was brazilian brazilian brazil looking Mm -hmm. pretty um Dominant, if not maybe effective, on the ball in the first half, yeah. uh, and they sort of progressed on that in the second half. Thought the first goal was very good—a little nice little bit of interplay um, by uh, sort of Neymar as he comes running across the area, a little back heel. Um, I think it was crossed the cross then by William, wasn't it? Sort of across yeah, the face of goal with him to slide in. I
1: um, mean, Neymar passed
0: the ball. Neymar passed the ball, oh, yeah. <laughs> <be good. laughs> I did tweet earlier on today, Dave. This was after his rolling around as well uh, He's on perfect the pitch. Like
2: are yeah. you mean? Yeah, I did tweet about that as well.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> tweeted that he was the, um, uh, the the kid at school that was an absolute prick, but was tolerated by the teachers
2: because he was really good at sports. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's exactly Every what. school it I've is. Won. <laughs>
2: It's like, look, you need to stop dicking about, but at the same time, carry on <laughs> playing football.
1: Yeah, he has been yeah. fouled twenty-three times so far in this World Cup, which is quite a lot in four games but it it's is, the, but, I mean, the most of it every time
2: yeah it's the fact of lying there writhing around like he's literally been shot or like his legs been yeah. taken off or in a bear trap or something when really <laughs> it doesn't even look like the Mexico players put uh, yeah okay, you shouldn't stand on people let's just clarify that now yeah. don't step on people i not for that but you know he, he doesn't look like he put that much pressure on no. Mark Clambert <laughs> did say it was a red card
1: ah, fair enough Mark
0: Kleinberg thinks everything's a red card normally, though, doesn't he? Well, no, back. it's. It, I don't know, it's like they don't let him into the actual <laughs> studio, <laughs> isn't, it? You're not allowed, isn't it? You can't socialise yeah. with us. Um, yeah, he said, it, you know, despite the histrionics of Neymar, the fact that the guy stood on his heels or the top part of his foot yeah, was a red card. It
1: is still a. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Dion Dublin on Five Lots said he's embarrassed for Neymar. And this repeated thing, and she tweeted, for fuck's sake, Neymar, we're sick of this now. I mean, just get on with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Still, though, quarter-final, I mean... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Shiro, That's you still right. kick Leon in the head. So, you know... Do you know what? When you said that, that was the
0: first thing I thought exactly. of in my head. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: never going to be able to escape that. <laughs> Although, did you
0: see... They were talking about this on Match of the Day at halftime time between Belgium and Japan. Mm. Um, Jürgen Klinsmann was one of the pundits. And Gary Lineker was asking... Um, you know, should you know, it, mm-hmm. diving's a disgrace? Is he not embarrassed? Would you, you know? And, and the camera just lingered on Klinsman <laughs> for sort of half a second too long. <laughs> did, yeah, and How mean, Gary Lineker kept a straight face asking those questions is
2: beyond Did this. you see someone someone tweeted Lineker saying, How did you keep a straight face asking Klinsman about <laughs> diving? And he, he actually. Uh, quoted it and said it was very difficult <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's, it's, a, um, it's unfortunate for Mexico they go home they've got my favourite keeper in the tournament I love Ochoa he's great
0: he did play really well actually today yeah, he's a really it would have good been an awful lot more it for him. yeah it would have been a lot more if it wasn't for him um this is common territory for Mexico, isn't it? This is the last well, half dozen or so tournaments or uh, well, World Cups that they've been to. They've got to the last 16 and they've lost at every stage. It's like the sort of Jimmy White of yeah. the last 16. Or
1: something. <laughs> yeah, it's just, they found their Stephen Hendry. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Achoa plays very, very well. It's a shame for Marquez, but I wouldn't count him out being at the next World Cup. He'd be 43 then, but the man's seemingly ageless. you never know he's never going to stop playing It might turn (laughs) up
0: (laughs) but then in my head Javier Hernandez is still a sort of bright up and coming 18 from 2010
2: so you know he still looks the same as he did when he first burst onto the scene
0: exactly he's probably like
2: 30 or something now isn't he
1: he must be yeah if not more than that now the
2: the google machine is uh, (laughs) a great thing
1: (laughs) (laughs) so next up for Brazil is the winners of our final game Belgium that's a tasty game isn't it in the quarterfinals, Brazil Belgium
0: yeah. Um, this was a funny one, wasn't it? Because 2-0 uh, down, um, this great mind, this great coaching mind, Roberto Martinez,
2: what does he do? He sticks on Flaney and humps it up to him. Oh, don't um, get me started, please. We'll, we'll get onto it.
1: But uh, yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> BBC needs to just chill out for five minutes. That's why he gets paid the big bucks, Flaney. 100 grand a week, new contract at Man U. This oh, is what he does.
0: He was the happiest
1: man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I that in it.
0: But I mean you're right. That's that is what he does, and that was what he needed to do. Um, and I think in the next round, um, it'll be interesting in the next round because I've said that however far Belgium will get will be in spite of their manager on because their manager. Um and I think that this will be the sternest test so far for Belgium, whereas Brazil have, you know, they've had Switzerland to come up against, haven't yeah. they so far? So and I don't know. They were they, they got quite a big test today, but you, you, this is a different golfing uh, players between Brazil and Japan.
1: Yes, it was a massive shock for Japan to be too up. If Brazil were too up against Belgium, it's not that huge a deal, is it?
0: No, and I wonder if Belgium took them that little bit lightly or not. I don't know.
1: I think possibly, yeah. I mean, throwing on Flann against them is a is a good tactic because they're not a very big. Football team, I don't no. think that's too stereotypical. But they're not a very big gentlemen. And Fellaini and Axel Witzel and the two centre backs they've got are just monsters. And Lukaku, you're not forgetting as well. Well, Lukaku, um,
0: I've seen a gif on Twitter of um, someone just said just look at the, just look at what Lukaku does, and it's a view of the goal from behind the Japanese. Um, goalkeeper's goal so sort of up in the air a bit so it's like an overview of the ground Um, and you can see him run out to the wing and uh, as he runs out to the wing he runs back in field a little bit and he brings the the sort of Japanese defender or fullback with him creating the big hole for the cross then to come in and of course you you know talk about Japanese stereotypes the stereotype for uh, black players is that are always sort of powerful but never intelligent but that was quite a crafty canny little thing that he managed
1: to do yeah that, that kind of goes unnoticed in his game a lot of the time doesn't he he does more than yeah. just score goals and he's got his reputation as a flat-tack brodie, which I've perpetuated on this podcast in the past but still <laughs> <laughs> but Japan they will rue this they had this game in the palm of their hands and what they're doing in the 94th minute still trying to score the winner leaving what two on two at the back and that break's going to kill you Chadley off the bench with a really good finish and that was it 3-2 game over
0: well Martinez would say substitutions work, didn't he well, he did well, yeah.
2: a BBC. BBC, oh, did you, you know, yeah. He talked about his substitutions, and and the uh, interviewer really played into that fact. And and BBC, like Lineker, Shearer, I think they've got a bit of a soft spot. They sort of said, you know, we've worked, for him, worked with him before. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we uh, wish him well, and all that. Said, oh, brilliant substitution making. I'm like, he's just copied Mourinho's tactics all <laughs> <Exactly>. season.
1: <laughs> I need a on. goal.
2: I got. I got Fellaini. It's <laughs> not. It's not like he thought. Oh, I really need to change the game. Because they're talking about like oh he's, he's 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 completely changed that game he's what on pace and everything I'm like no he's not like gone from a narrow formation to a wide formation or something no you know in in a similar way that the Portugal game I know Portugal didn't win but bringing Charisma on in that game really you know changed the way they played Whereas, mm. I guess you can say the same but it was literally just a listen you stand in the box Flaney. I know you <laughs> midfielder but you're a striker now okay
1: yeah take your message to on sends out <laughs> a very clear message of what your plan is. I okay, will say you know, for the next game, I think
2: that um, the,
0: the first or second Japanese goal that Vertonghen miscontrolled, uh, the second, uh, think, yeah. that was the second one, wasn't it? Yeah, um, th- there was frailties. There, and a, quite a few times, uh, Japan nearly, nearly had more success going down the uh, their right. So the sort of a yeah. full back position for Belgium um, after the goal. Yeah, exactly. After the game, um, oh, sorry, after that Vatonga goal, um, mistake goal. That again, they had chances to uh, beat their man, which they managed to do, and get a few crosses in. It was only sort of company and uh, in the middle that, um, or sort of Courtois as well, that managed to um, uh, that managed to sort of beat the ball away. But yeah, they, they were getting overrun in that left full back area. And did Vatonga mean that header?
1: No, no, no <laughs> I was about to ask <laughs> no, you way no, way no way, now. It's pure fluke. If you, meant, if you meant it, the keeper would have been kind of preparing for a shot, and he wasn't. He was preparing for a ball back into the box. I mean, I think the,
2: I think the goalkeeper for Japan had a bit of a difficult game. You know, he, <laughs> he, he seemed very adverse to catching the ball um, <laughs> yeah. on a lot of occasions. Yes, and he, he was more and much like, I don't want to punch it either. I literally want to palm it up in the air or away or <laughs> in front of me. Uh, you know, he, he, he seemed a bit off. So whether the meant it or not, I think he was... He seemed a bit on the back foot. Anyway, hmm. I mean, you're not expecting the ball to go over your head and in the back of the net. No, from
1: that angle, no. It certainly, it was pure fluke. But
2: but it, it, it seemed like he'd missed, maybe misread the flight. Yeah. At that yeah. point, and it was too late to, to recover it.
1: I think you're right. So yeah, they've got two quarterfinals or well, three quarterfinals already in the book. Uruguay take on France, Brazil versus Belgium, and Russia versus Croatia. They're they're all tasty games, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Um... Croatia need to break out of their malay they had last night
0: yeah I, I, I was just thinking about that Croatia-Russia game because I was just thinking well yeah um be quite a processional game for Croatia but <laughs> <laughs> not not at the minute I did tweet that this World Cup is actually drunk um <laughs> yeah. and it seems like it uh yeah I think Croatia
1: I, I don't know whether the
0: conditions play a big part in this or not um, it's it than people pr- imagine
1: isn't it and not it only lo- hot, yeah it it's more hot. humid as well isn't it It's 27 degrees at 11 p.m yesterday in russia
2: yeah um but, and it, it, would, see- it would feel it would probably feel hotter in, inside the actual ground oh,
0: itself crouched, wouldn't it yeah. yeah and then the humidity as well if there's if there's that that you could see in hazard today after about 10 minutes the sort of sweat was pouring off in sort of zidane like if you remember yeah, that but, mm. <laughs> and i think maybe that sort of troubled croatia a little bit yesterday as well and mm-hmm. I don't know, they certainly used to play summer football in Russia, didn't they? So yeah. maybe the Russians are a little bit more used to conditions like that.
1: Yeah, the game is a, it's a night, it's an evening game on Saturday that Russia-Croatia. You're mm. why France is a tasty one. France seems yes. to have woken up, but it was only against Argentina, so who really knows if that's the real France or not?
2: It's one of those things where each team, I think, has shown glimpses of, of how they should be playing in Belgium tonight. Yeah. You know, first half I didn't think they offered that much, um, especially. I mean, you know, realistically they scored from two set pieces, realistically and a counter attack. Yeah. You know, the, the, their open play actually didn't really seem to result in anything. There was a hazard where it hit the post, but generally Belgium didn't look that threatening. No. But uh, they have a plan B, don't they? Which is Fellaini. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It which is, it, it's good to have a, a plan B. It's just it's interesting because a lot of these teams I think you didn't seem you haven't seen them hit their their actual full stride yet. I don't think I've seen a perfect performance by any team at this no. point. But I think that's also a testament to the oppositions.
1: Yeah, each been, team... I mean,
2: I thought Denmark were quite strong yeah. last night, and obviously sure with all the others that happened, It's one of those things where each team... It, I think they mentioned it a little bit on the BBC in terms of, I think, the gulf between nations is starting to drop a little bit. Mm. Especially the ones that are actually getting to the tournament.
1: Yeah, you, okay, will you will can be, say that will about Panama,
2: you all poo-pooed my 48-team World Cup of the Week on WhatsApp. Well, yeah, because we'll, st- we'll have more of Panama. And we'll-
1: no, <laughs> we will not. Who were the great teams that missed out, apart from Italy and Holland? Don't say Scotland or Ireland or Wales or anything like
0: No, I think we are starting to see this. Golf- OK, we had Panama, but the last World Cup we got... Uh, the team that topped our group was a team from CONCACAF. So, you know, we can't be afford to be a bit too snobby about it. But <laughs> the-, the gap is either... Uh, <laughs> the gap is either shrinking or... The European teams uh, maybe are um, uh, taking their foot off the gas, or maybe as the world gets a bigger, sort of smaller place, um, you we get a lot more Asian or uh, CONCACAF or Commonwealth players uh, playing in Europe. Then naturally, the sort of gap between the national teams is going to shrink as well.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Tomorrow, then, gents, we have Sweden taking on Switzerland at three o'clock, which I'm strangely excited for. This is. Kind of a classic kind of World Cup knockout game for me where two teams that aren't supposed to be there end up being there. Ah,
0: oh, yeah, they've got two teams from the same region, have
1: Yeah, I like this. The yeah. the, the win probability, not probability on Google is 33% each. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I like I like it when different continents play.
1: Yeah. I've been in Sweden since the 94 World Cup. And they had, oh, oh like yes. And, that, and what team that was. Um And... Keeper Thomas Ravelli.
0: Thomas Ravelli. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, that was good team that got to the semis, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, with, with, with Romania as well. That's right. Yeah. That's why '94 was the best World Cup.
0: And really, yeah, Bulgaria
2: as well.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. What a great World Cup that was. But yeah, this is. I'm kind of really excited for this game, more so than the second game tomorrow. Um, well, yeah, the second game tomorrow is probably more just trepidation than <laughs> anything else. <laughs> Thankfully, I'll be at work, so I don't have to watch it. <laughs>
0: You're yeah, right. It. It's quite interesting the second game, this first game, because, um, uh, you know, we had our little Zlatan WhatsApp earlier yeah. on, didn't we? Um, and Sweden are starting to look like a team that's a team, uh, rather than 10 men trying to give the ball to one man.
1: Yeah, they wouldn't uh, have got through the group stage, I think, um. If there's last time was there as much as I love him, no. he takes the focus away from the team ethic. Certainly.
0: And they've been used to that for a while because they had that with Henry Larson beforehand as well. Who was mm. you know, although they had Freddie Lundberg or someone, you know, he was still head and shoulders above everybody else. So yeah. there's more of a team ethic there. Um, you've got Emil Forsberg who's had a good season as well. Um, Pontus Johansson and- a
1: rock at the back.
0: Pontus Janssen, who's just uh, helped me get Everton to uh, be unbeatable okay. in Football Manager. <laughs>
1: Tried to fight the entire Germany team during the group stage. That was fun. <laughs>
0: yeah, he did. It's the number four, the captain. I can't remember his name, but number four as well. Who's been taking their penalties? He's had a, a good tournament yeah. as well. They're, um, they're
1: a solid team here, but then the Switzerland are no mugs, either, are they? No, they're not. No, not at all. No, they've uh, got, I've got second, and doing really good. Switzerland got my second favorite keeper in this tournament, in Jan Sommer. His yes. <laughs> keepers with that hairstyle, I think.
0: I see, sort of sweepy 90s cut, is it?
1: Yeah, there's the, kind of the headband and the hair like, pulled back. In a keeper, that's like, yeah, I'm, I'm Billy big Walsh here. I'm, 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 I'm down for this one, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah,
2: apart from the penalty hit his he <laughs> head. <laughs>
1: but yeah, the Swiss aren't any mugs either, though.
2: Yeah,
0: no, you're absolutely right. Um, they proved that in the uh, the game against Serbia. I mean, whether they were especially up for that game because of all the sort of yeah. background to that game or not, I don't know. But then, you know, they got that ex- they got that point against Brazil as well, so mm. it will be quite good. I don't know if it'll be quite an attritional game or whether there'll be some sort of style in there with um, with Shakira or not. I don't know, but um, that's quite it that is quite a tough one to call.
1: Yeah, I think this could get quite feisty in the midfield because Sweden have been—they've been winding up teams they play against—and you've got Granit Xhaka in midfield for Switzerland, so there's <laughs> always likely for a red card there. Yeah, a short <laughs> few, <laughs> definitely. And then let's talk about it. Then the, the final game of the round of 16: England take on Colombia. Uh, Google has this as England a 45% win poss- um, probability.
2: I mean, can I just say something? Right, I do you think could go wrong now? No, it's. I always <laughs> want us to be out so I can stop seeing these stupid it's coming home, <laughs> like memes. Everywhere. Because <laughs> it's like everyone's like, oh yeah, it's great, you know, we'll get past Columbia. And I'm like, oh, well, let's hold on a second. Columbia are no mugs here.
1: No, exactly. I think you know, let's chill out on, for five minutes. Um, under, under the radar, look, Columbia are not a bad team, actually, even without those. They're, them, they're not. No,
2: they, you know, players. they've got some good players. Yeah, they've got some very good players in there. And it, it's more just the case of, I think, against. Belgium, I know we had a weaker team, um, but we we didn't really not look to the races. I, I thought, hmm. and I think we we just need to be careful. I think we you know we're we're not that point where we're a massive team in my eyes. I think we need to understand that we're not favourites for anything at this point.
1: Yeah,
2: and you know it's going to be a difficult game. That Colombia are a good team, and whether the conditions or anything, they might be a bit more used to it. it's. It's, you know, it's such an interesting game. It's going to be sit behind the sofa, you know, hiding behind some <laughs> pillars maybe, but yeah, it, it's going to be interesting, but it, it's a little bit wary.
1: England are unbeaten against Colombia in the oh, last dude. five times. The last time they played was 2005 in New Jersey and uh, Michael hohen running um, winning the game
0: 3-2. I had no idea. I can't remember
1: that game. What's the I've completely forgotten that game. says <laughs> a, a lot about that game. A 2005 must be friendly in New Jersey. What, the, what was the point in
0: I have no Brilliant. idea about that. I remember the um, the '98 game. Do you remember that, Ross? The yeah, the, yeah, the group Anza. game with Beckham's free kit, yeah. Garrant, and, yeah. What team? Yeah.
1: Southgate was on the bench for that
0: game. Yes, he was, wasn't he? <laughs> um, oh, do you know what? It's t- I mean, I'm sort of too long in the tooth to get excited by it because I've been here so many times mm-hmm. before. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> I can remember games before Argentina. Yeah. or in 98 I can remember games before Italy in 1990 um, you know Brazil in 2002 and then so on and so forth we've been here so many times before um, and <laughs> while I really want us to do it and while I think we can do it uh, do you know what I'm, I, I, I daren't get my hopes up
1: everything is there for us this time
0: exactly it's yeah. <laughs> such an
1: easy route to the final no offence to Croatia or Colombia or Switzerland, or Switzerland or Sweden this is not a World Cup path to a final and it's going to be difficult,
2: England, if, isn't it? If there was any time to do it, it would be now. Exactly. It, it's almost a bit like the. I, I think this World Cup's a little bit like the Leicester Premier League win, where you know oh, yeah. everything starts to align, and if it's ever going to happen, it's going to happen now. Um, but again, I think Colombia are a good team, and, and you know, even if whoever goes through um, out of Switzerland or Sweden, neither of those are um, teams that. You know, I mean, we we lost to Iceland exactly. in, in the Euros. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who the team is; they can still show up, and and that's the point. You see all these teams going out. You know, these teams can just turn up on the night. Mm. They might not be fantastic teams on paper or anything, but you know, if they if they sit behind the ball, we might struggle. Yeah,
1: exactly. I, th-
2: I think I really want us to do this. This
0: team to do well, not because they're English and you know I'm English, so you want them to do well, but the fact that. Everything about them seems so nice, and the yeah. fact that it's, this is like the first England team I can remember that are actually likable. The Golden Generation, they were, or so called, um, they were fantastic yeah. players. God, no. But there were some, there were some people in there who were quite dislikable. I can't think of any person in this England team, and that includes the manager, that I dislike. They seem a really, really nice, yeah, a uh, sort of group of of young. Young fellas are having a really, really good time. They're accessible. They want to be approached. They um, they seem to be enjoying themselves, which you don't often see from an England team. And I think
2: that comes from the top down. it
1: half the squad from Yorkshire.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: is that what I it think, is? I think it's the lack of pressure.
2: I yes. think genuinely, I haven't seen as much pressure this time around. And I, know, I think it might ramp up a little bit with how everything's gone. But you know Southgate's just sitting there going, you know what, we've made I'm it to round to you know, we, this is for experience at this yeah. point. You know, this yeah. is for next World Cup. I think this is World Cup before the
1: tournament
2: started. Well, I think he said, this wherever. The game,
1: round of 16. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Wherever we get, we get yeah. there. But if not, I mean, if your,
1: not. your football
0: coming home memes that we've seen all over Twitter, I mean, most of them, I should imagine, are tongue in cheek. Yeah.
2: Well, there are some, um, there were, there were definitely some people that are seriously <laughs> thinking that we we will do it, regardless of what else happens. But again, it, I think it is a case of if it's going to happen, it's going to happen now. It, I, think, I, I don't think we're going to see a World Cup like this, you know, at least for another few times.
1: Well, the look, I think your point about the, this is all good for four years' time. This squad is young, very, very young. And it's only going to grow together, isn't it, the more they play together? You think four yeah. years' time, there's not a lot of this squad that aren't going to be there. Maybe Ashley Young, maybe Gary Cahill, but really, who else is not going to be around in four years? Hopefully Phil Jones, because I don't know what he brings to football, let alone to England. But... <laughs> 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 I think we've got an
2: opportunity. That there is a lot of youth time. I think you look at the way there are youth teams at national level are playing. Winning there's definitely, there's definitely room to to almost get it again. Whether we win it this time around, whether we get to the semis or whatever, <laughs> We've actually you can actually see what's happening underneath that level as well, and mm-hmm. think in four years' time we could be even better. And I did see something that every player left in the World Cup now has never been in a World Cup final, or mm-hmm. something like that. Really and it is one of those things where I think, yeah, it's a young team, but it's such a good experience. We've done it before. We've taken taken the the golden generation or whatever, and you've taken young players. I mean, you look <laughs> when he went when he was like what sixteen, eighteen, or whatever. Um. And he never got any experience. Yeah, it's was a, a, a waste of a space. Yeah, and he never benefited. Whereas all these young players, you know, especially with the way he rotated against Belgium, it's it's, it's good experience for these guys
1: yeah.
2: on a World Cup stage.
1: Would you go back to the lineup from the opening two games? Any changes from those? Maybe Rose, did Rose earn, earn himself that left back spot?
2: I think the only thing, I probably wouldn't play Sterling, and that's just that personal preference. I think he, he's had a couple of opportunities in those games, and he, he seems, to me, too nervy in those Would situations. You
1: go with Rashford? Because I'd personally go with Vardy. I know it's a different style, but Vardy laid two chances on a plate for Rashford against Belgium.
2: Yeah, and he missed them both.
1: Though.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't really tell Is Lingard in the starting? I can not remember if Lingard is yeah, in Is Ali
1: fit again? Ali reportedly is fit, yeah, he's been training. So you, I mean, you it, assume he comes in for Loftus-Cheek, maybe.
0: The thing with Vardy is that the thing with Vardy, I can see the logic of him being a substitute. So you've got yeah. uh, sort of 60, 70 minutes of um, of, of play where the which kind of sort of Colombian players get worn out and then you put Vardy on. Yeah. Um, you, can see the, you can see the logic in Vardy not starting. I think it's a bit of a waste to have a pacey player like that
2: um, start, to be honest.
1: Yeah. So what, you go with Rashford or does Welbeck get a start?
2: Oh, do you know what? I, um, I don't think Welbeck gets a start. Why don't you play both? I know, I know that I don't know how the system would work. Why not play both Ali and Loftus-Cheek?
1: What, behind Kane?
2: Yeah. I do like Loftus-Cheek. He's been playing yeah. very well. But for completely
0: non-footballing reasons, I want Raheem Sterling to start again. Because, th- again, yeah. uh, there's been stuff in about him today. Is, 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 have you seen the stories about the Players' Tribune yes. articles? Have you seen those tweets today? I've
1: not seen the tweets. For a little bit.
0: Um, well, there's an article that somebody wrote. I think it was in The Spectator or The the New Statesman or something about the fact that they those... Um, articles aren't written by the players. They're ghost-written, uh, as if no one could figure that out for <laughs> themselves. And uh, who does he choose to pick on? Oh,
2: fucks. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm only going at it from a footballing point of view. I think he, he, he's nervous. He's had a couple of good opportunities in these games, and he's, he's not been able to put them away or you know finish the charts off. And I think, yeah, that's fair. from a purely footballing perspective, I think we need someone a bit more confident in that. No, you're right. right. He is, he's a huge confidence player i saw
0: that at liverpool um he's a player that relies on his own sort of self which he, I, I think his self-confidence is quite fragile as a person so when it goes um it's difficult for him to sort of get his mojo back again so um i probably would start rashford i know he missed those two chances in the first game but uh, uh, in, in his to first game, game. aren't they in this game they and going to Kane in this game, and you know everyone's got short memories. In the fact that Ellen Road did the week, he lashed one in, and
1: yeah, Manchester
0: United fans have been crying out for him all season as well.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Let's uh, let's end this podcast, and guys, let's have a quick uh, prediction from you both. Are we going to no. do it?
0: Don't ask that question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know I I, I, <laughs> I asked Jesse
1: this every week, and I, now I know why she refuses to answer. <laughs> what do you say, Ryan? Yes.
2: Uh currently unknown. I think I I think it's gonna to get to extra time. Okay. Oh, I hope it doesn't, but I think it's gonna
1: going be a draw. That'd be great. We're gonna do it. I was I was trying to do I don't know. I think we're gonna do it. I flip flopped on this game massively. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna to think tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna to have to listen to five live. Oh, is that Chris Sutton? I think
0: he's turning out into I think he's come full circle into parody now. Yes. Do you remember there was, was the Scottish playoffs um, a few weeks ago and there was a boy that went to retrieve the ball from behind the goal um, and he, instead of using his feet, he used his hands and got his hands stung in loads of stinging Was getting the ball back. And, <laughs> and Chris Sutton just, just admonishing this poor boy over the airwaves.
2: <laughs> I think Chris think... Sutton's one of those people, he, he's a bit like Robbie Savage where he just says whatever he wants and doesn't think, he doesn't care yeah. and he, he's he's becoming a bit of a parody of himself actually.
0: I mean the two I can't stand are Mark Lawrence and Danny Murphy because at least at least sound pleased to be at a World Cup, if nothing else.
2: Yeah, Murphy is awful. I think he's probably the worst Laurel, it Just sound excited by years. anything. At least Sutton at least gets passionate about something. At least sounds like you want to be there. <laughs> Danny Murphy's just a bit like, Oh, that's a great goal. That's such I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a goal ever like
1: that in my life. Yeah. It's like commentary Flat. from PES 2018 or something. <laughs> Even my <laughs> Keon PES. sounds enthusiastic. Oh, oh, God. Keon's terrible. Anyway, we've, got, we've run out of time. Let's uh, let's round this up. <laughs> Ryan, where can people find you on Twitter?
2: The,
0: at the Ryan Goodman. And Chris? At C. 77
1: You can find all of us at Man of the Post on Twitter. You can find me at RossBell1984. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes or ACAST if you're listening to the first time today. It would be an odd choice to make your first podcast, but whatever go back and listen to some of the old ones we've got i think around 400 podcasts in total now which is crazy
2: that's one long like you know listening session
1: yeah <laughs> don't listen to the early ones they are rough <laughs> if you can find that outtakes one from the early ones that's brilliant they're still around yeah they're still about those outtake specials <laughs> um so have a listen to them they're quite fun um, but yeah, you can find us all on Twitter, uh, make sure you subscribe, uh, make sure you head up to the website, Ryan's done some great work, there's been some new articles from Adam going up this week, and heading to new season, there's going to be much more content going up there. Facebook.
0: Instagram and Facebook as well.
1: Exactly, Instagram, man on the post, Facebook, just search man on the post. You'll find us across all the social media, apart from Snapchat, because we're all too old. <laughs> hey, 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 whoa, 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 let's chill out. We loud. get Ryan to do it for
2: us. <laughs> yeah, I'm a young man, I'm a youth. <laughs> He's a youth. <laughs> uh, You've not got Snapchat, have
1: you? I have I don't use it though. <laughs> oh for safe, man.
2: you're
0: a grown man
1: <laughs> uh, you'll, there'll be another podcast tomorrow rounding up the England game with Colin uh, who's hopefully not as drunk as he was on um, Sunday <laughs> probably will be much more drunk especially if England go through um, and who, I think Andy will be there and maybe someone else to host those 2 <laughs> we'll find out you'll find out when you listen tomorrow so think that all the for me to say is goodbye for me goodbye from Ryan goodbye and goodbye from Chris Goodbye. And also remember to have your man on the post.